Hey there, Rockstar. Can't believe it's here, but this is episode 1000. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey there, Epic Investor. It's Matt Terrio from Epic Real Estate. Got a very special guest for you today. And uh, this is where we show people how to invest in real estate with an emphasis on retiring early. And this very special guest with me today helps me do this on a daily basis. This is the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. If this is your first time here, really glad that you found us. And you found us on a very unique day on an anniversary of sorts. It's our 1,000th episode. And uh, if you like what you hear, make sure you hit the subscribe button before you go. But I have no idea how this is going to turn out. So don't uh, place your entire judgment on this podcast based on what happens today. Um, if this is not your first time here, welcome back. Uh, really glad that you're here. And you are a part of our family. And uh, this has been going on for, gosh, we're going, we started our 11th year. And uh, thank you for sharing this with your friends and family. You're the absolute best for doing that. So my very special guest is... My significantly better half, Miss Mercedes. Mercedes, welcome to the show. Oh, I am so privileged to be here. Indeed, it is a special day. Uh, this is our 1,000th episode. We had something very special <laughs> planned for this 1,000th episode, right? We it was did. about about eight weeks ago. We were like, okay, so we're going to do a live event. We're going to record this live, and we're going to invite all of you to just come if you could make it to Las Vegas. It was going to be on us. It was going to be food. It was going to be drinks. And it was going to be just a whole lot of fun and networking and just just a blast, a real celebration. And then uh, we have this thing, this order <laughs> in our state. And maybe you could relate. It might have happened in your state as well. But uh, all um, gatherings of 10 people or greater are completely shut down. And then it morphed into this other thing where all the venues are shut down, period. So you can't gather if you wanted to. Correct. correct. So that kind of put the, uh, a crimp into the whole plan. Yeah. But here we are, improvising. So that, that, <laughs> I just want to know that this was our plan, and we were going to give back. So I guess we'll have to do it on the on the 2,000th episode. Um, but maybe we'll do like a 1,000 do-over here in, in next 100 episodes or something like that when we're all released from house arrest. Well, we are known for do-overs, so uh, yeah, that might be a, a good idea. Uh, actually, to be honest, uh, we were going to have an epic intensive in a couple of weeks, which had to be canceled as well. It's a couple days. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah, a, it's just a couple days yeah. from now. Yeah, May for the first well, week of one, May. Exactly one week. Yeah, so uh, that had to be canceled because of this pandemic. But hey, we're still here. We're still kicking. We're still doing real estate. So. Uh, you know, as Matt said, it is thanks to you that we are still on the air. Uh, and, you know, I, I knew we were on to something special when, uh, you know, back in the day when we started, before we started a podcast, uh, Matt and I were real estate investors. He was a real estate agent back in the day. I was a fix and flipper. And this was uh, around 2008, 
2009, when the mortgage industry had come to a complete halt. And Matt and I were doing uh, short sales. And uh, we were doing this, and people kept asking us, teach us what you're doing. So we were speaking at RIA groups, and one day, uh, Matt and I were, Mateo was on the way, we were three months pregnant, and Matt goes on his two-mile walk when we were living in downtown LA, and he comes home with a brilliant idea, because trust me, my friend, they happen on a regular basis. This man has brilliant ideas all the time, and he says, Mercedes, I'm going to start a podcast. And I said, great, what's a podcast? Because I had no idea, this was in 2009, what a podcast was, because nobody was podcasting. I mean, there was, I don't know, 100 podcasts on the air at that time. And I had no idea. He had to explain it to me. So when he explained it to me, he said, we are going to teach people how to do real estate. And I thought, why? (laughs) How are we going to teach them over the radio? Because that, in my mind, was what a podcast was. And he says, we're just going to give them all the information, everything that we teach in the Epic Academy, which is now Epic Invested. We're just going to teach it to them. And I thought, oh, brother, this is a brilliant idea. And here we are. A thousand. There's, there's a lot of sarcasm on that brilliant <laughs> idea. because, uh, And just to kind of clarify what was going on at that time, we were uh, expecting. And I would go on walks and just to get out of the house and, and clear my mind and get my exercise in. And I was listening to Tim Ferriss, an audio book by Tim Ferriss. And I enjoyed it so much. I think it was... It was the chef. It was the the four-hour cook or the four-hour chef. Four-hour work week? No, no, no. It was the four-hour chef or everything because we were trying to get in shape and everything. So we were looking for a new plan and a strategy to do that. That was one of our do-overs, by (laughs) the way. (laughs) That was our our new cookbook or whatever, our diet book. And so I enjoyed it so much that I went and looked up, uh, what do you call it? Um, It wasn't the four-hour chef. It was the four-hour body. That's what it was, the four-hour body. And so I was like, that was so good. Let me just check iTunes to see if there's other audiobooks by Tim Ferriss. Uh. And that's when, when I typed in Tim Ferriss, then the Tim Ferriss, like he, him being a guest on other people's podcasts came up. Uh. And I was like, I didn't know what a podcast was. But it had a little button next to it that said free. And I was like, I clicked it. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> it's free. And so that's what started me into this whole world of podcasting. And I um, started listening to everybody's stuff. And within a week later is when I had this conversation with Mercedes. I said, we're going to do that too. And and her big, uh, I guess, where she was really confused by, okay, so how is this going to help us? We're about to have a family. And how is this podcast going to make us money? I I don't know. I just hear everybody. They just give everything away. And then I guess if you like what they do, then you'll want to do other business with them down the road. So we're just going to start planting seeds and we're just going to do this. Yeah. And my thought process was, why are we going to give it away if it's in the Academy? And that was a membership site at the time. Well, the Academy wasn't even around. Not when we started the podcast. That came several years later. This is true. This is true. No, this is... This is a see. It's good that we're taking this walk and getting clear. Um, <laughs> well, let's be really clear, Matt. The reason you were going on these walks is because you could not believe that you were going to be a father. This is true. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in a way, Mateo motivated us to take our lives serious and and create uh, passive income in our world that was actually consistent. But actually, what the very first podcast that we did was based on my book, Do Over. Right, so we were, I was going to just start this podcast to actually promote the book. That was the initial idea. Was uh, you know I was listening to a podcast on how to promote 
books, especially yeah. when you self-publish them. Yeah. And one of those suggestions was, well, you're listening to a podcast. You should start a podcast. So I did on the do-over book. Uh, and uh, half was autobiographical. Half of it was personal development. Um, it was all about my, my time in the music industry and how I reinvented myself through real estate and got my life back, basically. And all the questions that would come into that podcast were all very much real estate related. And very slow or very quickly, I guess, the, the show was starting to turn into a real estate podcast, which that wasn't what the book was about. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to start a second podcast just for the real estate because this is what everybody actually wants to know. Yeah. So just, I don't know, maybe three to six months after the, the do-over podcast started is when we started the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. And then uh, that do-over one just went very sluggish and uh, had some loyal, a loyal fan base. But the Epic Show just took off. Yeah. Indeed it has. Indeed and it so, has. Uh, yeah. So we talked for several years before we ever made a penny. From it, we had no idea what we were doing or how we were going to do it. Yeah. Um, I think I was just kind of feeding off of the feedback from people, the the emails and and the comments, and you know, occasionally we would run out and be recognized and yeah. Oh, that's funny. Let's talk about some of those some of those uh, incidents that have happened. I tell you, uh, you know, being part of Epic Real Estate and Cashflow Savvy and just growing this business. Um, it's happened organically, and we've we've just met such amazing people, students, clients, colleagues, just all across the board. In fact, some of our deepest and best friends uh, have been met through some way, shape, or form through real estate because of the podcast. But I'll share one of the fondest memories that I have because um, I don't know if you know that birthdays are a really big deal to me. I mean, they are a huge celebration. So whenever Matt, myself, or Mateo have a birthday, we all go all out for one another. And they're huge. So one year, Matt said to me, Mercedes, I am going to take you anywhere you want that's different than what we normally would do. And so I chose to go to Austin, Texas. Now, mind you, my birthday is on Cinco de Mayo, and it always kind of falls around the Kentucky Derby. So I said, oh, my God, that's awesome. So we book an amazing trip to Austin, and it's the day of the actual derby, and we're sitting at this amazing bar, kitty corner um, from each other. So Matt is sitting at the edge of the side of the bar, and I'm sitting at the other edge. So we're facing each other, facing the bar, in front of this huge screen that is going to play the derby any second now. And through the double doors... Now, mind you, we're from L.A. We're living in L.A. We're in Austin, Texas. Both of us for the very first time. For the very first time, yes. We're excited to be there. We're there without our child. We're there by ourselves. And if anyone knows Matt and Mercedes, we love to eat and drink around town. And so we're having our drinks. We're having appetizers. We're waiting for the derby. And come through the double doors, this random person. And he says, oh my God, are you Matt Terrio, the guy from the Epic Real Estate Podcast? And I thought, unbelievable. It's my birthday and you're here and you're getting recognized. And the guy proceeded to sit with us and bought us drinks and hung out with us the entire time. Coincidentally, he was just on the show a few days ago for the very first time. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, David Dodge. Oh, 
my God. That so, was so great. So, yeah. And so, yeah, the podcast has kind of uh, created several moments like that. Yeah. Uh, at Dodger games and Laker games, it happens. It happens, obviously, at RIA meetings frequently. When we came here to Vegas, my very first trip to our neighborhood Starbucks, uh, someone had, uh, held open the door and said, hi, Matt. And I was like, do I know you? He goes, no, but I know you. I listen to your show. Da, 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 da. So that was interesting. But the, I think the one that just takes the cake, this was in Tampa probably, I don't know, five, six years ago, maybe seven years ago. It's, I've been telling the story for a long time. But it was I was at a mastermind event, a real estate mastermind event. So I was with a group of guys. There's probably six or seven of us. And everyone had turned in for the night for, so they could get their rest and be at the next day of the mastermind. And then, uh, and mind you, this mastermind is the top real estate investors from all the entire United States. So it's not just a regular mastermind, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and in that mastermind, when we got in, we were very much, I felt like we were the smallest fish in there or amongst the smallest fish. And there was like, I don't know, 50, 60 real estate investors and you know, there were guys in there. No one had ever heard of them because they don't have podcasts. They're not coaches. They're not gurus. They don't sell stuff. They buy real estate and they they develop real estate and they fix real estate and they hold it and they flip it and blah, blah, blah. And just at a very, very high level. So we were very privileged to be in this group and we really appreciate it and look back following on those times. But that one night where everybody went to bed, but there's like six or seven of us that uh, one of the guys in the group, don't know who it was. <laughs> and uh, had a wild idea. Let's go to a strip club, the local strip club in Tampa. And uh, I guess there's several of them. I wasn't aware. Um, but uh, we went, and we went to a couple places, and, like, they were just dead. Like, there's nobody there. And so they said, let's go to another one, and then there's nobody there. So, I mean, we literally poked our heads in and poked out and poked out and walked out. And uh, there was one that we went into, and it was just like, okay, let's just hang out here. Let's grab a drink, and we'll go. There was no girls dancing. The place was empty. There was the smoke machine fog was all through the room, so you could barely see, and it was almost pitch black. And we walked in, and we were just like, oh, okay, let's just make the best of it, and we'll all go to bed after this. And from away across the room, we hear, Matt, Terrio. <laughs> I was like, of all places, in an empty strip bar in Tampa. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the one of the show's biggest fans actually was at the bar, and uh, that was a very weird experience because I'm with these guys that were probably all could buy me ten times over. They're very <laughs> successful, and they're like, they didn't know who they were with. Like, how did these people know who you are? And uh, anyway, that was just one of my moments of that I'll never forget that moment in that that weird location and <laughs> that untimely location. And there was nobody there, but the one person knew who I was. That's so funny. I thought that was funny. That's what you get for going to strip clubs. That's what I get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. So Matt, let me ask you this. We've had, I mean, we've been doing, we've been doing real estate for almost what? Nine, 18 years. Yeah. But we've been doing Epic uh, for about 11 years. Who would you say? Or, close to 15. Is it? Okay. We've been wow. teaching for probably 11 years. Right. We've but been teaching we were, we've been investing for longer than that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about um, when we first started teaching. Who are those students, the rock star students? Because you have so many of them now. But mm-hmm. who stands out in your mind the most? Well, there's a lot that stand out. But obviously the earliest ones that started the whole thing because it was really just kind of an experiment. It wasn't, we weren't setting out to be what I've come to learn that we are gurus and that wasn't the goal. That wasn't the ambition. I want to be a guru. 
it was more just along the lines of let's see earn some money on the side and coach people and show them how to do what we were doing because the real estate was going really well um we were doing uh we were flipping properties fixing flip properties we were wholesaling properties and we were building our rental portfolio as fast as we possibly could so that was going really well and they were just like oh, let's get a side income because we'd heard one thing that we were in this little organization it was actually a, a multi-level marketing company that we were in Gosh, this was a long time ago. <laughs> but I did. The, the, there was a guy on stage, and he had said these one words, and I just never forgot them. He just said, you know, this is why rich people are rich. And who knows if this is true or not, but I still remember the words. Uh, this is why rich people are rich, is because they know how to do one thing really well, and they create multiple streams of income from what they know. And so, and one of the, the logical places that most people start when they're really good at something is to go and teach what they know. And that can create the second stream of income. And so we just got to a point where we were really good at what we did. And I was like, well, let's try this second stream of income because this is what the rich people are supposed to do, right? <laughs> this is true. And so we just sent out an email to, to our podcast listeners and uh, announced this little coaching program. We we're just going to do five of them to take a, take a chance and see what happens. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. All five spots were taken just yeah. like that. It was literally within the first hour. Yeah, it, was, it happened almost immediately. Yeah. Money was in. I mean, people replied. Money was in. It was done. Yeah. And we're like, wow. So I'd never done it before, coached or anything. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to. I'm just going to teach them what I know how to do and see what happens. And so those first five people really just stick out because it launched a whole educational platform that we have now today. But it was, uh, it was Brad Donnelly, it was Corey Kendig, and it was Nathan Price. So those three. And, uh, and then there was Kevin Cook, and then there was one more. Parker Styles. Parker Styles, yes. Yeah. So between those guys, and then uh, and they, to this day, they're still some of my most successful students. I don't know how we got, I mean, four out of five just went out and absolutely crushed it, right? Crushed it, yeah. And so, you know, we've multiplied that several times since, but I still remember them. But then there was the one guy, right? <laughs> There's always that one There's guy. The one guy. <laughs> Kevin, if you're listening, I love you, bud. You're great. Um, but he just couldn't, he just couldn't connect the dots, right? Couldn't put it together. And he just kind of came to us and said, you know what? This is just a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. Can you guys just do it for me? Yeah. And boom. Yeah. In fact, that's exactly how Cashflow Savvy got started. Well, that's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why we're together, honey. We read each other's minds. Yeah, but you said it as a, like it's just an afterthought. No, I was saying that we started this coaching program based on and discovered this need, right? Yeah. And it was obviously a big need because it happened. We just sold all five of those spots really, really quickly and were able yeah. to help those people. But one of those five said, can you just do it for me? Yeah. And then that created this third stream of income, yeah. cash flow savvy, right? So all of a sudden we said, let's just start a side stream, ended up starting two side streams. Yeah. And so now we had three sources of income through our real estate, through the educational process or platform, and then through cash flow savvy for you. And Mercedes kind of took the cash flow savvy part. I took the coaching part. And that's everything that happened by accident is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. None of it was intended. Yeah, it's so funny. I often get asked, especially by my mastermind group, I belong to an amazing mastermind group called EO. 
um, entrepreneurs organization uh, still in L.A. And, uh, you know, they ask you, one of the things they ask you is about your business. And, you know, what was your business plan? And I always, you know, tell people we had no business plan. You know, we didn't have that typical 40-page report that you usually do when you start a business. That was never That was never even in our mind because we were – real estate investors when we started this whole thing. Uh, you know, prior to that, you were an agent. I was a flipper. So cash flow savvy came really natural to me because it was, it is, it gets, it allows me to do the things that I love to do. I love to find the properties. I love to fix them up. I love to place tenants in them. In fact, I'm placing my own tenants this week as we speak on one of our rentals. And Giving that or, you know, handing that over to someone, to a busy professional that understands real estate but just can't do it themselves because they don't have the time or their heart isn't into it, that's how it got started. And it blows my mind that it's been now over 10 years and we're still going strong. Yeah. So quite the accident. <laughs> and uh, It was a yeah, good accident, I'd totally, have to say. Totally. And, and then with the uh, – well, as a matter of fact, actually, I'm going to interrupt you. Well, that's exactly how Turnkey Tuesday got started, because people would call into the office. Well, first and foremost, if we ever miss an episode, people call the office and say, hey, Matt didn't release an episode this week. Is everything OK? And it kind of hit me. Wait a minute. You guys are waiting for us to release the next episode. <laughs> so I remember running to the office saying, Matt, you didn't release an episode. He's like, yeah, I got too busy. And then it just became kind of a thing known that, oh my gosh, our listeners are waiting for the next release. So let's get on it. And it just became part of our lives. But it was you that wanted to hear more about turnkey properties and the turnkey operation and learn more about turnkey. And that's what prompted our Tuesday episode run by yours truly uh, called Turnkey Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. So that was, uh, that was yeah, so all. Everything just happens based off our interaction and and what you request. Yeah. Well, so. part of our motto in life is everything happens for a reason. And you know what? There's a reason. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, as everything kind of evolved over the last decade, that that uh, educational side of the thing, the coaching part, it, uh, it was no longer a side gig. It took on a life of its own. And anyone that's ever, you know, been really good at something and been successful or not just accomplished significant stuff, um, you know, you kind of want to share what you've done and you want to show other people how to do it, especially when you see people that want to learn how to do that. And that really grew. And we thought it was going to be just like, oh, we can make some extra money on the side showing people how to do this. Like, why not? And then uh, it's actually much harder than it looks. <laughs> it's its own business all by itself. Yeah, for sure. And it took on a life of its own to the point where it was really pulling us away from our real estate. And that was for a good three-year stretch, four-year stretch. Yeah. Where, oh my gosh, uh, we're not investing like we used to. Um, we're down to like one or two transactions a year for us personally. We're certainly flipping a lot inside of Turnkey and, and helping others do, the, do that. So the operation of real estate is always running. But for our own personal portfolio, our own personal assets, that uh, that really slowed down. Yeah. And uh, we're like, oh, my gosh, we are so immersed in this education business that we have stopped doing what we actually teach. And so we put a pause on that for a second about a year ago. And we're just like, okay, we need to 
make a shift yeah. and get back into our, our own real estate. I'd made announcements with uh, inside of our community, our, like in the Facebook group and, and inside with our, our, uh, our private REI ACE clients that, uh, you know, I might not be as available as I used to be because I'm really committing to um, going back and doing what I do. Yeah. And, and there's other, there's a lot of moments there too when we would, uh, people would on inside of the Facebook group, people share on Follow Through Friday. And we've been running that for probably five or six years now. And every Friday we just like, oh my God, the, like people are taking what we've given them <laughs> and doing amazing things. And on one side, it, one hand, it was rewarding, and the other side was like, "Oh my God, I'm feeling almost left behind." Yeah, wait a minute. Like, we used what, to do the same thing. Why aren't we doing it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I don't know if you've noticed in the Facebook group, but we've started to post a lot more of our own, yeah, our own wins, right along with everybody else. And so, yeah, just like we always, I always think, just because we teach it doesn't mean that we can't continue to do it. Right. And, and so. it wasn't that we can't. It was just that. This whole education thing it became all-consuming. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're shifting that right now. What we're doing right now is we're shifting the balance back over to more of real estate centric. Um, I don't know if the coaching will ever go away, but I know we're certainly pulling back from it and being much more selective as to who we uh, work with. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that it might, um, you know, based off the the passive income that we've created. And continue to build and create inside of our own real estate endeavors, the coaching thing might, you know, become less and less. Yeah. Right? Because we're getting old. <laughs> I'm getting old. Uh, you're getting old, honey. I'm just you getting know? better. You know, Us so, women. you know what's so funny is my whole goal from real estate was just to create, especially after the demise of the music business, was just like, I never want to go through that again. I was 34 years old. I was like, I can't go through this again. Like I'll be, if I can't start over at 50 or 60 years old, if I were to make all the same mistakes. And so I was just so focused on creating the passive income from the real estate. And, you know, my whole goal was, you know, people say, what's your why? Like, why do you do things? And he said, if your why is money, then it's not good enough. Like it's not going to happen. I was like, but that really is my why. Because <laughs> like, my reference point was I had made a lot of money and lost it and was sitting there bagging groceries for $7 an hour. And to have had money and lost it is probably worse than never having it in the first place. For sure. And so I just, my why was money, but really my why was to never go back to that place again. That was the part I just never wanted to experience that in life again. And, um, I was just focused on on the passive income, and we're continue to build on that and add on to that. And in the last twelve months, we've added to it significantly, and we yeah. continue to add to it. And so the whole point being is, is because the first time around when I got my passive income to exceed my expenses, I did retire. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted the money so I could retire, so I didn't have to work. And that lasted for about thirty days. <laughs> yeah, we got bored and came back to work. So now the goal is no longer. Since then, that was what. 10, 11 years ago, kind of about the same time that this this started. Like, I wasn't wealthy. I wasn't rich, but I didn't have to work. My yeah. bills were paid. Well, that's a true definition of passive income. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make money. No, I'm not, that my, my point being is that's what it was then. Mm-hmm. And now it's not so much that. It's more of let's start taking our foot off the gas a little bit. I can see ourselves doing this podcast for, for a long time because I really enjoy this part. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as the active participation side of the coaching and the education, um, 
I think, uh, you know, we'll probably pull back from that a little bit and focus more and more on our real estate, but we'll continue to share all of that right here on the, on the show. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can just, uh, I don't think I would want to just turn off the podcast because it's done so much, not only for you and I and for our family, but it's done so much to so many people. And I only know this because you reach out and tell us, um, you know, you come to the events, you meet us and you share your stories. And at the end of the day, like hearing those stories are like everything. So keep sharing. Mm-hmm. Keep sharing. So, Matt, what's next? What's next? Well, we're going to continue with the podcast. This isn't going anywhere. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, if this is your first time here and you're just listening to us and you have no idea who we are, <laughs> understand we'll be back to Creative Acquisitions April tomorrow. <laughs> we'll re- resume all of our creative financing strategies and, and you know, as we're moving into a shifting market. I really think you guys need us more than you know that you do right now. <laughs> and um, that's not being uh, braggadocious or anything like that. But I know the type of market that we're going into and is the very much the type of market where Mercedes and I met and where we built our entire foundation and what launched us to where we are today was in that type of market. And we haven't been in that type of market for a very long time, like 10, 11 years. And if you look historically, that's like the longest period ever without a downturn in real estate. Correct. So if you've been investing for less than 10 years, um, you don't know any other way. You don't have any other experience. You need me right now. You need me on that wall. <laughs> no, but uh, that's why we've committed to April to creative acquisitions because, you know, if this window of opportunity that we have, particularly like if you feel like you've been given a second chance because you missed out on 2007, 2008, where Mercedes and I were able to establish everything for ourselves, like that opportunity is coming again. How long it's going to last, how deep it's going to go, how big it's going to be, we don't know. Like we're still sitting here in quarantine as we're recording this podcast episode. Exactly. <laughs> like there's still a lot of uncertainty, but we know that with the massive amount of unemployment in the country, that could only mean one thing, and that means financial distress. And a lot of those people that are financially distressed are property owners, and they're going to turn to their properties as a means of supporting themselves because they don't have their jobs anymore. Right. And that puts us in a position to help them out and give them what they want. And, you know, we give them peace of mind and some security and some some life. And then we get equity in exchange. So that's kind of how it works. So my point being is the podcast isn't going anywhere. Awesome. Because now I get to really talk about what I am so passionate about. And that is the creative acquisitions. Yeah. You know, because we built everything without any money. We had no money. I just came out of a divorce. I just came out of a lost business. We filed bankruptcy. Like when the music business went, and that was in 2001-ish. Um, so I had no credit score to speak of. So I had to get creative. I had to learn how to do this. Yeah. And I did it. And that's what was able to give me enough passive income to escape that proverbial virtual rat race. Yeah. But so my point being, again, I'm going to say it like four <laughs> times now. The podcast isn't going anywhere because now I'm really excited about what, what I want to get to talk about. And so that and then uh, – Probably pulling back a little bit on the education, as we already said. Yeah. And we're all in on our own investments now. Yeah. We're all in with, with what we do on a daily basis for ourselves, what we do with our fund, the Epic Wealth Fund. Yeah. And, and Cashflow Savvy is taking it to another level as well. I mean, we are doing a, a, a bunch of turnkeys, and to not be uh, specific, but yeah, definitely stepping it up in every aspect 
and uh, allowing you to just chime in on everything that we're doing so that you too can step it up in your world. Yep. So we had no structure. We had no plans. We had no outline for what we're going to talk about today. So if you just absolutely hated this, understand we're returning back to normal tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) If you loved it, good. Uh, We just wanted to share about us and the podcast and, and how grateful we are for you. Totally. Right? Totally. Matt, and I have one final question for you. Mm -hmm. If you had to sum up the last, I'll give it 15 years that we've had in real estate, and specifically a thousand episodes, a thousand epic real estate investing episodes, what would be the one thing you would say or the one word that would sum it all up? The one word? I'd say miracle. And I don't mean that from a spiritual aspect. I mean it from I had no idea what I was doing in the beginning. I had no intentions other than just to let's get into motion and and action and create something and was totally detached from the outcome. Let's just do good work and the universe will somehow reward us. When and how that's going to happen and from what direction it's going to be, don't know. And that's kind of my definition of a miracle is when something really good happens that you weren't expecting. And uh, that's kind of what this has been. It's uh, I'm so grateful I did what I did and started it when I started it. But when I did start it, I had no idea we'd be where we are today. So true. Well said, Mr. Terry. Yep. That's it. So we could probably ramble forever. (laughs) But since we have no structure, it would be just that rambling. Um, And we're really kind of, we're a little sad that uh, we were unable to hold this as a live event and and make it the celebration that we really wanted it to make. And so we just kind of had to get spontaneous and create something impromptu for you. Um, Not a whole lot of real estate talk here today, but just, I guess uh, we've been talking about ourselves a whole lot. (laughs) But it really was like, what can we do for you? Because that's where our gratitude really lies. And uh, thank you. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you, if you weren't listening, if you didn't interact with us and tell us what you feel and, and share your opinions and your stories and and people that uh, we've never met just from sharing emails or, or us receiving emails that, uh, you know, how much of an impact this show has had on you. And we've had no idea. I mean, I started recording in my closet in my underwear. <laughs> we did. <laughs> now, I know you want to have that's that vision. TMI. I know. But that's how it started. And to just look back and, and over the last 10, 11 years to see the impact that it's had, that one, that's just the power of a microphone and, and sharing what you know, it's humbling and it feels really, really good. It's what the most rewarding thing I think I've ever done. Um, I guess aside from showing my son how to be a man and, and how to do things, we just came back from a party uh, today and uh, I was showing him how to play pool. So I got to show him how to hold the cue stick and, and how you rack the balls and then how you hit and how you aim. And and so that's really rewarding. But uh, this is right up there with that. I dare to say it's been epic. <laughs> Perfect. All righty. So... That's it for today. God loves you, and so do we. Peace. Peace. Blessings. Health. (laughs) (laughs) Blessings. Success to you. I'm Matt Terrio. I'm Mercedes Torres, and we are Living Living the the Dream. Dream. Take care.
yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.